welcome to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence. I am Tommy Brown alongside Dr. Kenneth Estes, Alvarado ISD Superintendent, as always. And exciting week last week, full of things happening across the district. Leading into this two-week break, I was looking forward to just a time to kind of decompress a little bit, relax, and then come back in January <laughs> ready for that five-month sprint uh, to May to finish out the school year. But uh, exciting things happening right now in December. And first thing we're going to talk about is our updated COVID numbers. A total of 15 total active cases across the district. When you're looking at 3,600 kids, 550 employees, 15 is not a terrible number. It uh, just goes to show that people are still you know, taking their appropriate precautions, wearing their mask, washing their hands. And that doesn't mean it's time to get relaxed. Uh, because you, you start to relax and numbers will go back up. But for these next four to five days, uh, continue doing what you've been doing. And even more than just the five days, continue doing it while you're on break too because we want you back on January 4th, 5th if you're a scholar and ready to rock and roll. We don't want any setbacks during the break either. And we certainly don't. We want you to be able to have Christmas with your immediate family and you don't want to be the one person that's quarantined. Definitely. One of the big things I noticed this week is I was going over our numbers you know right before Thanksgiving we had the uh, we closed the, the physical campus didn't close the learning they went online at Alvarado Elementary South but the campus closed for a week and they have rebounded tremendously uh, this week's their first week and I don't know probably since before Halloween that they have had zero cases zero scholars zero educators so a big shout out and congratulations to Miss Burns, the principal, Miss Stevens, the AP, and just the entire staff. And really should go out to all the scholars and all the parents as well for South to rebound like they have and to have zero cases heading into this week uh, says quite a bit about what they've been doing over there. I know they're excited and, and proud and <laughs> glad to be fully staffed. That's for sure. So it's nice to have a full team. You know, everybody in education, you depend on every single person, and so. Just with one person gone, it's tough, but they've been having to, to make it without several people. And so I know that uh, Miss Burns and Ms. Stevens and the campus are glad to have everyone back. And they weren't the only campus to have goose eggs on the scoreboard this week. Lillian Elementary also had the, the same. They've had zero cases this week. And so uh, overall, just congratulations to everybody across the district just for, for doing what you're supposed to be doing, for taking care of yourself. And then by following the precautions, making sure you're taking care of everybody else that you come in contact with. And so, uh, good job, everybody. We're proud uh, of the numbers that we have right now. And then our WIG update. WIG is almost done. Three more weeks of Alvarado Excellence Posts. Hashtag Alvarado Excellence Posts. Let me make sure I get that right since it's the name of the podcast, right? <laughs> we have three weeks left, and we only have – 195 posts left to go before we meet our goal. And right now, last week we had 280, so we are well on our way to hitting that 2,000 mark before we head off for Christmas, which is fantastic. I don't know. I think we were thinking, like, maybe we would set it at 100, I think, at first, and we kind of, no, that's not enough. Let's do 150. Uh, let's really go out there and we'll throw out 200. And so 200 – for 10 weeks is 2,000, and for us to hopefully hit that with two weeks left before the break, before the end of the wig is just spectacular, and it says to the amount of, of dedication that the educators, the scholars, the community has in supporting Alvarado Excellence. 
And this isn't one of those games where you just have to hit right on the score. We can go way above and beyond. In fact, we want to throw a challenge out. If you have not posted on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to hashtag Alvarado Excellence, we encourage you to do that this week. Jump out there, get a, a post on one of those using the hashtag Alvarado Excellence. You can champion something your scholars have done, one of your teammates has done, or something's going on in the district. There's a lot to celebrate, a lot to inform our community about that's going on in, on our campuses or in our district. So if you haven't been involved yet, this is your opportunity. Jump out there, get something on social media. You know, and even if you want to take an easier look at the goals, maybe that first week that we're out before Christmas, maybe you're taking a look and, hey, these are the this is maybe – my biggest Alvarado excellence thing from this year, I want to highlight, hey, this is what happened this year. And then maybe that second week right before New Year's, you say, you know, hashtag Alvarado excellence. This is what I'm looking forward to as far as Alvarado excellence in 2021. And uh, just uh, maybe that'll make it, give you a little something to think about to use that as your post for, for that week before Christmas and that week after Christmas. We can't get frustrated with the community for not supporting the school district, uh, which we have great support in our community, but or if we're not knowing about things, if we're not telling them. And social media is one of those ways we can communicate, not just with our parents or our scholars, but also with the community at large. And we've had people in our school district or in our community reposting things that's going on in the district. And then you see other community members jumping on and adding comments, celebrating uh, the accomplishments. Uh, we certainly have a lot of hashtag Alvarado Excellence going on in our district. And it's not really... Even people that are in the Alvarado community now, I mean, you share a story where you had somebody from whenever you were teaching, you know, just a couple moons ago, right, yeah. that uh, <laughs> actually uh, commented on something on one of your hashtag Alvarado excellence uh, posts. And so, you know, and that person is no longer living here, even in the state, I don't believe. So uh, it goes well beyond the, just the city boundaries of Alvarado. Yeah, I had someone on one post uh, that commented on it from Colorado, former student, when uh, I was teaching or coaching in the seventh grade here in Alfredo, and then somebody from San Diego, a former uh, student and someone that played uh, tennis for me. And so it was great to see them engage in that hashtag Alfredo accent. So you're right, it's, it's a lot further reaching than just Alfredo city limits. All right, last week we had a, a couple of holiday concerts. The high school choir and the intermediate choir had concerts that we streamed online. And then also the theater had a uh, Brothers Grimm spectacular uh, production that they did Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. And uh, just a, a kudos to all those kids involved, did a fantastic job. And also the educators that were in charge and able, being able to uh, put those videos together because they weren't live or anything. They were actually videos. Uh, the high school choir even had some kids who were doing it at home, able to put that into the video. And then the theater production Mr. Hunt did. I don't even want to know how many hours it took him to piece all that together for a two-hour production, but uh, kudos to him and to all those kids. You know, something that maybe you started thinking about COVID in the, in the summer, you're like, man, how are we going to do this? There's, how are these? How are we going to keep these kids engaged when they're coming to school for theater? And he found a way to make it happen, and uh, just uh, kudos to everybody involved in those things. Uh, we talk about our core values a lot, but you s certainly see the effort involved and the professionalism to make that happen. We really appreciate everything our educators and our scholars continue to do to adapt and overcome. The, the pandemic has not put an end uh, to these uh, performances and allowed our community to get to see these concerts and the plays uh, 
you know, still it's virtual. We'd all rather be in, in person to see it, but it's it's fantastic that they were able to do that before the Christmas break. Saturday morning, you had a Santa's Helpers distribution. Santa's Helpers has been around for over 30 years and helping the community and the kids uh, have a Christmas when maybe they otherwise they wouldn't have. And it was a, a strange year for Santa's Helpers. Did not get to have the, all, the number of meetings they usually had. They did not get to have the big fajita dinner this year that really brings in quite a bit of money to help uh, facilitate the, the gifts and the clothes that are bought for the kids. And then did not get to have the normal you know, party where the kids come in and get to take a picture with Santa, get cookies and all that kind of good stuff. They came together, made it happen, probably a little bit even more efficient the way it happened this year on a Saturday morning at the high school. And I think we got all the the gifts and everything put into cars and everything done within two hours. That's an organization that doesn't get a whole lot of note. They get a lot of notice a couple times a year during, you know, the fajita dinner and then at the party. But other than that, they kind of, they kind of work in obscurity and not a whole lot of people know when it's happening or or what's going on and maybe not what all it takes uh, to make it happen. But uh, this year in the direction of Warren Odeon, he's did a great job of of making things happen on the fly and and different things that, that come up and adjusting. To, to things and you had some you know and there wasn't always all wasn't always happy meetings you know you had a a couple longtime members that are no longer with us for whatever reason and uh that happened this fall and so a lot of adjustments and a lot of a lot of reasons that maybe they could have said hey this isn't the year for it to happen but made it happen anyways and helped almost almost 400 kids when you step back and look at it, it's just simply amazing. The commitment from the community to take care of the kids and the families is amazing, whether it's through Helping Hands for Jesus or the Santa's Helpers organization. People go above and beyond, but it's impressive to see what's going on in Alvarez OSD because a lot of our educators and scholars contributed, whether it was through volunteer hours or they donated money, and many of our educators bought gifts for these kids. I was amazed to see the pictures of the gifts being loaded up on the campuses. Their uh, angel tree uh, tags were taken by Alfredo ISD educators, uh, whether they were handed out on the campus or they went up and got one themselves. Kudos to our district's educators for stepping up and, and purchasing so many gifts this year because normally we'd hand out a lot of those tags at the fajita dinner, and we weren't able to do that this year. So <clears throat> thank you for for continuing, you already get back just by your service as an educator, but you continue to do great things, and we appreciate that. It was quite a sight to walk in Saturday morning, and the high school cafeteria is, you know, the, the where the the top is, where the cafeteria lines are, and then that whole you know sunken in part, and then even part of the the upper part over where the tables are, full of of bags and gifts and stuff and it was just an amazing sign kind of overwhelming when you walk in and and see just how much people had donated yeah you got a great picture i stole that picture for the (laughs) newsletter so (laughs) you have my permission thank you thank you i'll be sending the royalty check to you right all right and tonight we have our regular scheduled monthly board meeting the second monday of each month and one of the things they're going to be talking about tonight is the district audit from the last school year and come on man sorry man. we have a we have a guest in here <laughs> with right. us who wants to play with the table all right so we have our talking about the district audit tonight uh things are always always seemingly we're not gonna say perfect but seemingly really good uh, with the district finances and the audit reports that we get every year uh and we have with us 
our chief financial officer, Mr. Rodney Toon. This is where you can say hi to the crowd, to the, to the listeners. Hello. All right, there you go. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so just talk about in general. I'm going to ask you to go through the audit with us, obviously. But uh, we only have a few minutes. But uh, just talk about the district's finances in general. Uh, everything's typically pretty healthy. We had another fantastic first rating. Just kind of just the general feel for, for district finances. Yeah, our superior our, uh, finance first rating uh, came back as a superior rating with a score of 94. Uh, we've had superior ratings with perfect scores the past few years. Uh, with our uh, bond that passed this past year, we knew that we were going to be going dipping down because of one of the criteria that was uh, in there. So, yeah, several years of superior rating on our, on our first, which stands for uh, Financial Integrity Rating System of Texas. That's a rating that's, that's given out to all, all school districts. So very pleased that we have a, another year of superior rating. Uh, we did have our financial audit that was completed in October, and that's something that's going to the board tonight, as you mentioned. And uh, no, no instances of, of any wrongdoings or, or anything of that nature, uh, immaterial weakness or anything like that. So very, very pleased with that. With that. Uh, we did dip down into our fund balance a little bit on our uh, general fund which uh, was about 900, just, just under $950,000, which still leaves us with a healthy fund balance of $14.8 million. Which is fantastic. It's something that's great news, obviously, that school districts want to hear. And a lot of school districts, even school districts that are close to us, would love to have a superior first rating and have clean audits. And, you know, when you have people from the outside independently come in and review all your district's finances and they pull files out and they look at individual invoices that speaks to why it's so important that we do a great job on the campus and team level to ensure that we do uh, take care of finances correctly and so kudos to our finance team our cfo mr toon for always having alredo isd in a great position on the audit and the first rating yeah, definitely and then you know something that we've we've done lately is i know just a couple months ago we announced that we were going to be saving 11 and a half million dollars over the life of some bonds uh, didn't sell all the bonds from the, the previous junior high bond. And so just talk about the importance to you as the CFO and, and to your staff, uh, just the importance of making sure you're doing right by the, by the community and the taxpayers. It's not just necessarily, hey, do we have money for this, but also keeping the taxpayers in mind and everything y'all are doing. Right, and uh, big kudos. It's not just CFO. It's, it's our whole team. It's the, it's the finance team. It's the school district. It's the DLT that uh, is all, all looking for what's in the best interest of our students and of our districts and our taxpayers. And so, uh, as you mentioned, the, the $11.5 million that we're able to save in that refunding uh, of those bonds is, is huge for our district because, as we know, we're growing. Uh, we've got several housing additions coming in, and with that, uh, we're going to need to expand our schools and having that ability to to reduce the, the amount of uh, – the bond debt that we currently have will open up that uh, bond capacity to allow us to go out for future bonds and build the schools and the and the facilities that we need to educate our students. All right. Well, very good. Anything else you would like to add? Would you like to send a little shout out to your finance department staffers? Yes. Yes. Big kudos to Nikki Arrington and Trisha Parker uh, in the finance department. Uh, they can't, couldn't make it without them, that's for sure. And I think across the district, we appreciate the finance team 
you go in to visit with them, they're always kind. And even if uh, there's a, you know, someone's done something not wrong necessarily, but out of line with our procedures, they're always very kind to explain how to take care of business, make sure that we have what we need when we go on trips and other things. So y'all, you really you have a great team and a great culture in that office. We appreciate what y'all do. And they're not, they're, they have blue personalities, so, but they, they are not afraid. And you have to have these kind of people in the finance office. They're not afraid to tell you, no, that's not how it works. They are very quick to make sure things are done correctly. And that results in why we have such good audits and, and first ratings down the road. No doubt. I'm sure Mr. Brown hears that more than anybody in the district, but no, you can't do that. But that's right. uh, we <laughs> at least twice a day. <laughs> All right. Well, very good. Anything else you would like to add, Mr. Toon? No, no, you're good. I'm good. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Now on to our weekly event schedule and it starts actually tonight, Monday night, the junior high basketball teams, the boys will be playing at Glen Rose. The girls will be hosting Glen Rose. So make sure and get out there and, and support our young Indians as a, as they continue to play great basketball. All, all four teams are, are playing pretty good and uh, cheer them on uh, against Glen Rose and, can never beat Glen Rose enough, right? <laughs> They're always competitive, that's for sure, and feel solid athletic teams. So it's always a good challenge for us, especially at that at that level. And Tuesday begins with the Alvarado Elementary North holiday program, and that'll be streaming, not live, not at the campus. So don't go to campus expecting to see anything, but we will stream that live at 6 p.m. And then girls basketball gets their district season started against Midlothian Heritage, and they had a couple big wins Friday night and then Saturday to kind of, you know, they took that took a, a loss last Tuesday on their first day back after the long uh, break, came back Friday, got a win, came back Saturday, got a win. And so uh, uh, things maybe have settled a little bit for Coach Turner, but a, a big game Tuesday to start district at home against Heritage. And do you want to speak to the, the spectators and how that's going to be handled? Uh, we have a couple changes where we're going to clear the gyms out so that we can spray and disinfect between games. And also we w- would, you know, obviously we want the people that need to be there, the parents and fans, the kids uh, that know those students. But we also want to make sure that we give plenty of room for social distancing. So after each individual game, we will clear the gym. Coach Dixon has those procedures. Coach Malone, they've got those procedures lined out with the high school and then uh, we will disinfect between each game. And just a you know, shout-out to Coach Turner. They've been shorthanded. They still have been down some kids. Uh, and so it's amazing, you know, that defeating good programs uh, while they don't have all their kids there and pulling kids up and having to make adjustments. So super proud of them. And then also Tuesday, uh, boys soccer has a scrimmage. And, you know, for whatever reason, whoever decided – you know, soccer season should be played in the dead of winter. I don't know. They must not have been soccer fans. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, soccer season is getting started in the middle of December. And uh, they have a scrimmage tomorrow night at Stephenville. Uh, that's their second scrimmage. They scrimmaged last week at home. And I uh, have another one coming up that we'll talk about here in a second. But uh, big scrimmage tomorrow night at Stephenville for the varsity boys, varsity and JV boys soccer teams. And Wednesday, uh, kind of throwing this kind of, Messes with your head a little bit. It's a Wednesday night basketball game. Uh, girls were playing at home Tuesday, and so the boys needed to move their home game to a Wednesday. They are playing. They are hosting Springtown, and the boys are another another situation where they were off for a while, were undefeated, and then 
uh, went and played another undefeated team last week who had been practicing and playing games for the two weeks prior and uh, uh, took a, a tough loss to Kalisburg last week but rebounded nicely. Actually had another game canceled Friday, not on their part, but uh, rebounded nicely and had a big win against uh, Sanger on Saturday. And so uh, they're looking forward to getting after Springtown on Wednesday. So Thursday, we will have the boys' soccer teams will be playing in a scrimmage, a tri-scrimmage with two other teams, and that one will be at Charles Head Stadium Thursday. And then Friday, girls' basketball continues district play at Ferris, while the boys' basketball team actually hosts Grandview. And they've played Grandview the last couple of years, but, you know, it's never been the, the full Grandview team. Grandview's usually in the playoffs in football still, not so this year. So they'll get the uh, the full dose of, of playing a, a state-ranked 3A school that, you know, just a couple years ago was in the state tournament. And so it'll be a, a good challenge, a good test for our uh, boys basketball program. And that'll bring us to the end of another edition of the Hashtag Alfredo Excellence podcast. And before we go, we just want to let you know we will be back after the break. We'll have a little special Christmas edition for you. We'll release that at some point on Christmas Day. Uh, hopefully that'll be a fun listen for you. But uh, so we'll have that. But outside of that, we will come back to you after the break with some, uh, hopefully, some great news of things that happened while everybody was gone. And I look forward to the the next semester. But uh, just wanted to tell everybody to have a, a Merry Christmas and a, and a fantastic break. And then, Dr. S, if you have anything you'd like to, to share with everybody. We want to thank everybody that's been listening to us this uh, semester. Obviously, this is new to us, and uh, we're working to make sure we include content that's important to Alvarado ISD and our Alvarado community. As Mr. Brown said, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and tell everybody to be safe uh, over the holidays. Be careful. Uh, have a great time with your family. All right, and with that, we will talk to you all next time. Hashtag Alvarado Excellence.